Welcome to Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. I'm Donnie Hatfield-Smith. I'm Anthony Casella. And I'm Quentin Lamar. And today we have a very special bonus episode for you. But before we start, some behind-the-scenes scoop. At the time of filming this episode, it is New Year's Eve around dinner time. So we at Know That are awaiting the sneak peek of the season five premiere of The Real Housewives of Dallas that is airing tonight. However, by the time this podcast hits your ears, we'll be on the other end of the episode. So if you hear anything like, I wonder if Brandy's going to do this, or I'm excited for this, that's why. We're not crazy. We've watched it, just not yet. So, a little magic for you behind the scenes. <laughs> and now that you're in the loop, in honor of the season five premiere, we'll be interviewing the Dallas housewife that kept audiences and other cast members buzzing, Leanne Locken. <laughs> and we'll be mentioning it all. But first, what is up, you guys? Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Sorry for that monologue. <laughs> no, it was great. Thank you. I mean, I liked hearing that it was dinner time. Like, so people, like, really know. Yeah, they're with us. Yeah. yeah it was very Veronica dinner. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. What's that, that Olsen twins thing? It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Actually, Actually it was bedtime. It was when bedtime. our great-grandmother read us mysteries of stories <laughs> and something. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, what have you been doing since Christmas? Uh, Eating, I guess. Um, <laughs> it is dinner I mean, time, after all. I've gone heavy in that direction. Um, thinking about, you know, we got New Year's coming up, so we have New Year's resolutions to make. I, I mean, last year my New Year's resolution was to travel, so <laughs> I kind of don't know. So we're hearing, towards, don't make any resolutions for you. Well, I, I don't know. I'm leaning Not towards. Yet. I'm leaning towards revenge as my my New Year's resolution <laughs> this year. So Ooh, kill Bill. Some of you out there, watch out. <laughs> Do you have a list like Harriet the Spy? I have a kill folder. Okay. So. You know, it's, it's very, you know, it's kind of like a binder, but it's not so tightly bound, you know, like I can, it's kind of disheveled. Oh, yeah, loosely. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> Happy holidays. I've been, I've been off from my, uh, my day job since Christmas. It's been about a week and I've been enjoying kind of not really doing anything, just relaxing, watching movies, reading and, and eating as well. Lots of, Lots of cookies, lots of desserty type things, bread, which I feel like don't really count the week between Christmas and New it Year's. Doesn't know. So it's kind of like calories that are just evaporating. Yeah. yeah, it's like the in between. It doesn't doesn't it doesn't matter. That whole lineup's been what I've been doing since March twelfth when quarantine started, <laughs> and unfortunately, <laughs> calories did count then. Oh, but that's okay. This whole year could be like a, this whole year is like a wasted, doesn't really count year. Except if, if anyone was able to do anything productive, that counts. But yeah. the stuff that didn't, doesn't. So that, that, that leaves like what, Chloe and Haley and. <laughs> it's a choose your like, own adventure. Yeah. A lot of people didn't get a lot done, but I'm going to say, for, first of all, I'm a year younger than I really am now. Cause I'm just taking, this year is completely wiped out. Oh so. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm was last year last was last year a leap year? I don't know. I feel like everyone could just shave a year off. I don't <laughs> know how it's, leap years it, work. It seems but... like I, I feel like there was a leap year. Like I feel like the year we had, there would be some kind of like curse, a prophecy of a leap year before the apocalypse. So <laughs> I think it was a leap year. Yeah. The only <laughs> leap year curse I know of is that Amy Adams movie. 
<laughs> that movie was a card. <laughs> That's one of the few Amy Adams films I have not seen. Uh, you're Good not missing for you. much. Yeah. I'm convinced that they refused to give her the Oscar just because she made that. They're still making her pay for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, look, I still have my sweatpants on. <laughs> Me too. Blazer on top, sweatpants on the bottom. Yep. Leanne, you look beautiful. <laughs> you do. You look so sweet. Wait, I'll put my glasses on so I can see you for a second. There you are. <laughs> you know, I'm blind too, y'all. I'm old and blind. I understand. Me too. But I, but I dressed Same. up the best I could. Thank you. You look, you look great. You look incredible. Yeah. You really? look sweet. You Thank can you take the beauty that. queen out of the pageant, but you, uh, you can take this beauty queen out of the pageant, give her some Popeye's fried chicken, make a little yes. biscuit or two. She will be one happy biatch. <laughs> All right now. Oh my gosh. I dig it. Yeah. Uh, the only problem is I got to fight my beagle for the biscuits from Popeye's. We literally got Popeyes one time. We did. We got Popeyes one time. And you know how you can buy the this is so sad that I'm gonna tell y'all this y'all know how well I know best Popeyes. But you know they get biscuits in a pack of six. And, yeah, they come um, in a six-pack box, yeah. You know it. And that damn Oh, I know. That beagle stole all six of them and hid them <laughs> all over the house. And <laughs> like a year later, <laughs> I was selling uh the sofa that I had in the living room at the time, and I was like what is this hockey puck? And my husband was like, Leanne, that is one of those Popeye's biscuits that we can find that night. I was like, yeah, she has an affinity for any crack food. Like when I was this summer, I got into uh, tiny tacos from Jack in a Box. You know, you can buy that whole box of them. Well, I never got to finish a box because, you know, somebody would call or some shit and that beagle would just get her snout right up in there and there'd be eight tiny tacos down the pat. And I'd be like, Oh my God! Who be good, man? Left. I wanted to eat those tiny tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so Love funny. it. You're so funny. <sighs> what can I say? You know, you can take the girl off the show, but the personality doesn't change. <laughs> You're right. We can tell. Good. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. That's what we want. So, for those of you listening at home, if you can't tell, today we're talking to <laughs> the star of Dallas, Lee Ann Locken. Ooh. <laughs> we're so glad you're here, Lee We are Lee Ann. Yes, thank on this you. Podcast. We. We are Leanne. We stand Leanne. I <laughs> we love do. that. Thank you. So what have you been up to after the show, but also just during quarantine? I, you know busy? what? I know the quarantine was like really hard for a lot of people and I get that. Um, but for me, it was like this whole new world that I had never taken the time to look at, which was my house. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just like, y'all, I went, crack shit crazy i'm not kidding like i designed like you know i had a normal ass wood fence in my backyard and i was like no no i want it to look like a hotel fence and Uh, i my poor husband seriously to this day if i say you know what i was thinking he's like no no more projects no No projects i still got five things to do from the last time you said you know what i was thinking so i'm not allowed (laughs) to say those words anymore even like like accidentally, like I'll be like, man, you know what I was thinking? It's like, no. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. PTSD <laughs> from it. I got it. She got some PTSD. It's okay. Calm down. I think everybody was like that though. Like we, like we redecorated our apartment, me and Donnie. It almost ruined our relationship, but <laughs> really? we did it. You know, I have a picture of Rich sitting outside in the yard and he's in his little work chair. I hate this chair, y'all. He got this chair from like Walmart. You know, it's one of those foldy things with mm. a little thingy. The that I have worked hard. 
I've worked hard at getting some cute ass furniture around here. And he's got to have this damn Walmart chair. <laughs> and uh, he uh, is sitting in his Walmart chair and he's like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Pick the hammer up. Okay. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> oh but you know, I have to say this. He, he did. He worked. He helped me a lot with it. But the truth is like, also, I stopped, I designed these fake stucco columns and I went and got these five foot uh, ceramic planters, you know, blue glazed planters. I shipped in some, y'all know I had to have fake wisteria trees because <laughs> I can kill, I mean, I can kill plastic. I, I can, <laughs> I've murdered the brick on my house trying to grill outside. So, <laughs> you know, we don't like to give Leanne too many living things because shit happens. So, so you made this project bougie. And then it was just oh, like I, a whole big I thing. I bougie the hell. I put ivy on either side of these white stuck oh columns. Oh my and, and 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 you were the, busy. Oh, I, yes. And that was like the third project we did. The first project we did. Um, the, I have a big window that I look out where I pour my coffee every morning, and I have this whole patio that I'd never touched because we have a pool in our second yard. So I was like, you know, oh, make the pool yard. That's the what you know. That's where you want yeah. to get naked, you know, yeah. double side <laughs> fence and, you know, <laughs> you know, so I'd never even touched this, this yard. And, um, and so I gutted this patio and we did reclaim shiplap wood. And I put all new French doors in the house that outswing instead of in swing. So my Christmas tree this year didn't lose a single ball. Woo. Yeah. I was, I, y'all, I'm not kidding you. I'm, I'm in the middle of, okay, look. I'll show you real quick because it's not done yet. But I'm also like, one of my projects is my dining room. Mm -hmm. I got rid of all the furniture in the dining room and I installed a 3D wall. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I know. Yeah. Let's yeah. do this. What? Can oh, you see it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Ignore the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Very nice. So yeah. That's interesting. Cool. Yeah, very nice. I did that. I did that myself, except, well, okay, now see my little stands acting up. Okay, so I did that myself, except for the edges. Um, my friend is actually in town. He's hiding in his bedroom right now um, from New York, and he he's a stylist, so he helped me cut and trim and all that kind of stuff. And he helped me do the table. That's a brand new table. That's beautiful. Woo! It is good beautiful. to have good to have friends like that. <laughs> you know, all I gotta say is I'm not sure I'm gonna be putting a bra on in 2021 because I'm really living this bra-free life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my next question. What are your goals for 2021 besides not wearing a bra? You know how oh, well I've already started that, so that's not a goal. That's just a continuation. Um uh no, I have amazing goals for 2021. I've actually was in there today putting uh, the book, the first affirmation book together okay. um, called A New Year, New You. And I'm redoing affirmations. If you go and look on my stories on Instagram, I've already started my inspiration. I'm going to go back to doing an inspiration post today. Um, I'm going to be releasing affirmation books every month. Mm. And, you know, the book has how to use affirmations, but then I'll also be doing them in my stories. I just want to get back to where I was at the very beginning before Housewives came and took over my life, yeah. which was putting good in the world, you know, making that ripple effect really fucking resonate, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that that's really where I am. And um, just kind of, I 
slapped together an updated website and and I worked on this book all day and um and that's it I mean I just want to get back to not you know we all know I talk a lot okay I'm not dumb mm-hmm. I know why they call that's me great. the mouth of the south all right <laughs> um but uh but I want to get back to the action of life the not not talking but actually doing like actions to me is so important and um and that's really where I've taken my focus you know is what what is it that I want out of life and how do I make that happen now and how do I show others how to follow in that footstep if that's something they want to do you know plus I've got a new that's great we've got like two podcasts that are looking at wanting to work with me and and if we do that, that'll be kind of fun because one of them's like, you know, the pursuit of youth, which is, you know, follow Leanne to get laser hair removal. <laughs> See how many times she says the word. <laughs> you know, if you can guess before we air the footage, then you win. Maybe it'll be free laser hair removal. So you can say that word a million times. <laughs> So you touched on it a little bit about putting positivity back in your life and the world, but how has life been post housewives? Happy. I mean, I got to tell you, my friends see me out and about and they're like, Oh, we have our old Leanne back. She's, I mean, y'all, I have not put up holiday decorations in my front yard in six years. And I did this year for the first time. I was that happy. I was that Uh joyful. I wanted to express my joy, share my joy. And, uh, you know, I got out these six foot tall candy canes, wood candy canes I have, and I painted them up and made my husband drill holes in the ground. You know, that's one of those, honey, you know what I was thinking? (laughs) (laughs) And only he didn't get to say no to that. Cause I was like, baby, we are on a clock. This is December. Yeah. When did you done. decorate? Um, we decorated like the first week of December. That's like it was. Do, but this year I had to do it in November. As soon as Halloween, you know, I said, I'm ready. <laughs> I was getting jealous of everyone who was like, oh, yeah, we put our tree up November 15th. I was like, uh, uh, I want my tree up. <laughs> but we had a little issue over here, too, because um, we flooded the back of our house. Mm. So all the clothes from the back of the house was in the living room and then at the same time i was also repainting the kitchen so a lot of shit from the, the kitchen and the other living room was in here so it was like where was i going to put the damn tree right. on top of the pile of shit you know i mean i was like yeah, nah, we'll just wait patience is a virtue i did a lot of meditating y'all i did a lot of med- my i had to get a new bowl <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, that. you know what? I was ready. I loved it. I'm yeah. I'm back to joyful, creative Leanne that my grandmother raised. You know, my grandmother raised me right. My grandmother raised me wanting to help others and to see good in people and um and not just make it not just make it verbal, but make it action, which is why you see me in the community. You know, during this pandemic, I've been out in the community, I can't even tell you how many times serving first responders, taking meals to the hospital, feeding the hungry, um, you know, just trying to make the little bit of difference that I could because that, that is how I was raised and it is what brings me joy. And that's great because we definitely need that now, like more now, more than we, I mean, this last year, 
so much right? like you know we all need support and we all need to support each other and i think i think we see that now i think i think i think we have to look at what we want from one another and be able to make sure that we remember to offer that to one another like we can't demand behavior from someone that we aren't willing to offer the same behavior towards mm-hmm. right. and i think that i think that what 2021 needs more than anything is compassion yeah um acceptance and you know I, I, for some reason i don't know why this just keeps going through my head i just keep remembering my grandma say honey if you don't have something nice to say to which you know I mean, I broke that rule a million times, but, <laughs> but you were getting paid uh, to do it. Yeah, I was getting. Well, that's it. I, I well, they did pay me to to basically talk shit, so <laughs> I did enjoy that part. Um, you know, until until it all got twisted and melted and handcuffed and shoved down my throat and up my butt, and then <laughs> I was like, Fuck "Whoa!" It, you know. <laughs> so you just you seem happier since Housewives. You really I do. really am. Yeah, definitely. I really, I cannot yeah, tell you, you like, I, I I sing to my dogs, which, you know, my <laughs> dogs are probably not real thrilled about, but, um, but I, I just am. I, we do crazy stuff around the house. Rich and I giggle and laugh. You know, I posted a picture of him on Christmas and everybody's like, look at the Photoshop. And I'm like, okay, never mind that maybe, maybe just maybe we look more rested Shit, we don't get out of bed till 1030. Um, but uh, I mean, we got stuff to do before we get out of bed. Anyway, right. <laughs> when you're old, you trade mornings, nights for mornings. But uh, <laughs> I get it. I'm there already. Just saying. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, we just we 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 laugh, we giggle. He doesn't you know, if I ask him like, hey, babe, let's do this crazy thing. He's he's not already so stressed out from other things that I've asked him to do that he's like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, he put matching pajamas on y'all. I saw. I know. I got, <laughs> you probably can't, I don't know if you can see it in the photo, but like I wore those pajamas like so much before I took that photo. <laughs> I have paint on them. <laughs> I was surprised those pajamas could not walk into the photo themselves. <laughs> I see you are in your finest sweatpants. So what are you guys doing for New Year's Eve? We are staying home. Perfect. My friend, you know, I got my friend in the kitchen cooking. <laughs> and uh, my husband's hiding in his main cave. My husband's genius. I will say this. You know what saved us in the pandemic? Because I know the pandemic for relationships either really brought you together or drew guns. Right. Mm-hmm. And we all yeah. know how I am with knives. So I got to be careful. <laughs> so my husband. Just hands. My, my husband was smart enough to Justin. quarantine away from me in his man cave. And he made a little space. The dogs can go in and sit on his sofa while he's in there. <laughs> and I had I had the back. I, well, I had the rest of the house. Let's just get real. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> not that important. I did not cook anymore. We did a lot of takeout still. Oh, us too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually Same. cooked for the first time a prime rib roast the other night. Oh, wow. And it was so good. Yes. Ooh. Send us you the know recipe. what's sad though? When you cut that prime rib roast and y'all know how big of a piece of meat that is, right? And um, and and mm. I, I I ate all mine, but he had like three quarters of his left. <laughs> 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 Listen, we don't judge here. Good. Not for no, easy. Yeah. I had passed COVID-19 <laughs> no. like months ago. I'm at COVID 25 30. I'm <laughs> 
strong like bull over here. <laughs> <laughs> I did keto. I was on keto right before quarantine and th- and lost all this weight and then gained double. So, but at well, least I yeah. was in the negative before. <laughs> <laughs> and just... you know that you can get there again. You're right. Of course. You're right. The, the 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 choice is just wanting to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, the motivation, I got to tell you, I think the thing that's, that I'm excited about is getting back into the motivation and the inspiration so that I, I inspire and motivate myself, you know, yeah. Yeah. like while you're yeah. trying to inspire others, you somehow the residual effect, you know, washes it really does. Yeah. yeah. So let's take it back to the beginning. How does one Perfect. become a housewife and how did this process go for you? Well, you've got to be able to clean toilets if you want to be a housewife. That's just <laughs> how it goes. No, uh, um, they, you know, they, when they come to town, they uh, look through all of the, um, like the local magazines and things like that society. I'm going to use the word society. God forbid, but that is the uh, word we use down here. That you is know, true. it's the word we use. I don't know what else to call it, you know? So yeah, they look through the society magazines and the society column and they see who's photographed and <clears throat> all of that. And then they just start sending out emails. So of the cast that originated, I was the only one who got the original email asking me to audition for the show. Oh, wow. Everybody else was referred. So what they do is they'll get a hold of you and then they'll be like, now, can you give us 25 friends? And, and you know, and people do. Yeah. And so that's how everybody else got found. But everybody on the show got found from someone who recommended them. And then, and then I recommended Tiffany and uh, that other person. <laughs> <laughs> once once you were on the show how much of the leanne that we saw was authentic and how much was i don't know a part that you felt you were maybe being asked to play for tv i will say there there definitely and i'm sure you'll see more of that this season uh, there are definitely times when people will ask you to say things do things behave a certain way Um, And then some of the girls will even, you know, they create a character that that's who the character is that they want to be Mm -hmm. so that they can separate their private life from who they are on the show. I never wanted to do that because I felt like this Dallas wasn't my first reality show. And I realized that to connect with the audience demands authenticity. Mm-hmm. And so what you saw on the show was me, 100%, good, bad, ugly, irrational, right. um, medicated, yeah. and non-medicated. <laughs> um, and the truth is, you know, I, I'm never going to say that what you saw wasn't me, because it was. But what you didn't see is what led to the perception of what you did see. So in other words, there could have been a 45 minute conversation where everybody else talked shit, but all you saw was my reaction to taking it for 45 minutes. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I will say, even when I asked Carrie, actually, I was just going through, you know, you old new year, you transfer all your stuff for the new date calendar. And I just realized I went and had uh, drinks with Carrie Brittingham, January 29th, last this time last year, January 29th. And, you know, that was the first time that I had her. She told me, she was like, yeah, when we were in Mexico, the producer said, fight with Leanne. Mm. And, and, you know, she said to him, I don't know Leanne well enough to fight with her. She goes, but that's why I was always antagonistic towards you in Mexico was because that's what they wanted me to do. Wow. And, you know, I would, I will say this. 
I've never been anyone's paid dog. So I'm going to be me, but I'm going to try to be authentic to me. If there is a human on this planet that has not gotten frustrated and screamed, I'm going to kill you to somebody, please judge me. But child, if you have ever thought it (laughs) in the back of your mind once, shut the hell up. Because I mean, I didn't, I didn't hide any part of me to the audience because I thought you wanted to see what humanity looked like. And I am human and, and I am a broken human that, you know, just throwing up upstream. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the best. We're all doing the best we can, of course. Yes. Um, In addition to uh, some of the women uh, on the show, keeping certain parts of their lives off camera, are there any women who are kind of playing, playing a character, character completely and uh two-part question who is the most different <laughs> in real life than they appear on camera stephanie is the most different oh shocking i know in, right? in what way can i can i ask in what way sure Just i think not if, as nice. you present, not as nice. if you if you're going to present yourself to be the most perfect kind considerate compassionate jesus fearing human then maybe live that way too Mm. Now, do you think production and editing backs her up on that? Or do you think she's just always on her A game when they're around? Not only is she just always on her A game, she plays, she's, listen, y'all have no idea. She knows what she's doing and <coughs> she, she's, uh, her husband has sent her to several workshops where she has learned how to manipulate situations and control herself. Wow. I'm talking week long wow. workshops. <laughs> Yeah. Matter of fact, her husband got drunk one night and uh, offered to pay my way to go to it as well. Oh, wow. Fascinating. I didn't even know workshops like this existed, but. Oh, yeah, they did. (laughs) (laughs) It's a whole new world. Um, Aside from yourself, of course, who would you say is the most uh, authentic on the show? I don't think I could. Fair enough. I I think I could. I think I know the ladies well enough to know. I think Kim is a version of who she is, but, you know, she knows, I mean, listen, Cam is smart. And I think you don't get to see Cam being as smart as she actually is. There have been times in the past when Cam has called me and been like, you know what I was thinking? I bet she said this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, Cam, I didn't even like, I'm a carny and I didn't figure that shit out. Like, you know, so Cam is smart. And I wish that, I wish that they showed how smart she was, but you know, her character is a blonde. Right. Yeah, that is interesting because even though the show helps the blonde come through, I can still definitely pick up emotional intelligence that she has. Sometimes where Very. she will be, yeah, she will be discussing a fight afterward and she will understand where and why it happened and where people are coming from. Yep, One, 100%. I will say that Cameron has always been a straight shooter And I think that's one of the things that I, that's why we're still friends today is that Cameron is, Cameron is someone that I don't, I don't have to alter how I say things because she doesn't hold anything against me. She understands that if I have passion or frustration behind something, it, it, that isn't who I am. That's my passion or my frustration, you know? Right. Um, She gets where you're coming from. Exactly. Yeah. 100, 100. What part of your uh, real life do you wish the show had focused on more? 
I mean, honestly, I wish they would have built up our wedding since it was the highest watched episode of last season. I think that the truth is that um, it bothered the executive producers that were in on that show that season. It bothered them to see the city come out in like full force, um, wanting to make sure that this was, I mean, you don't, I was, I was the Snow White of Dallas. I mean, it just, everything that I could have ever dreamed of, they wanted to see it happen for me. I mean, there were things that we didn't even get to show, like, like the Omni Hotel here in downtown ran our initials on the side of the hotel, like the entire outside of the hotel. Yes. Wow. Wow. All night that night. Wow. There was a helicopter company that wanted to fly us in and set us down in front of where the reception was, but we couldn't get clearance on that street. I mean, you just, you just can't imagine you know, you have to think about it. Rich served this city as one of its top police officers, SWAT officers, for 30 years. And thank God survived. And, you know, and then you think about the work that I do in our community. And, and I do it because I love this community. It was it was really so different than how it was portrayed on the show. And it, that that's one of the things that I do. I wish that that had been different, but I can't, you know, what you, they're going to, they need, what they, they need what they need. And I know what, how it really happened. So. Yeah. Right. And that, that's a shame that they would uh, try to, I don't know, put some snark toward your wedding. And I'm the way sure some of that might've, some of that might've been my own fault when I did a sort of tell the <laughs> executive producer that if he screwed up my, my wedding, I was going to, you know, generations down the line (laughs) (laughs) wow but when y'all said the same damn thing (laughs) i mean yes yes Um, i mean you know you don't gotta worry about you you ain't gotta worry about your children you know think down the line i get you somewhere (laughs) somewhere (laughs) (laughs) what would viewers be surprised to know about the production of the show I will say the one story that I've never told about production that I absolutely love. And it was one of my favorite moments with Cam and, uh, and the producer at the time, James, is when we were in Copenhagen, the production company didn't want to pay for a runner to run the footage from the day to the right place to the editing studio. So the person who ran it decided they were going to stop by a bar first. And the backpack got stolen. Oh. An entire day's worth of footage. Wow. And um, and so we were shooting a scene. Oh, we were at that restaurant. We were shooting a scene. That I think that was where Brandy stormed out first. And then oh, Deirdre okay. followed her. And mm. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so that night uh, we'd finished shooting that scene. And then the and it was me, Cameron, and Carrie sitting in the restaurant. And the other three were already at a bar. And so they came to us and they told us, you know, well, it looks like we're going to have to reshoot the entire day. So we're going to do everything, say everything, (laughs) auto repeat an entire day. And I was like, that's That's thing I was like, happen. Like I cannot (laughs) fake a day's worth of like, you know, yeah, like this is not me. And so, like, what did you say? What the fuck? Oh, I was, you know, you know, everybody else was crying and oh, and I was like on the phone. I was like, babe, 
who are your FBI, CIA, because <laughs> 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 this shit's on the ground. And so, you know, he started making his phone calls and, and, and then I was like, okay, well, you know, being around, you know, the, the military and people that visit our house, the SEAL teams and stuff like that, um, you learn like how to search. So I developed a perimeter and I said, I, I need to know where the backpack was stolen from. So they gave me the address and I started there and I started, I just made it a perimeter, a circular perimeter. Now, mind you, I started looking for this backpack at like, 1.32 in the morning, I walked the streets of Copenhagen until 3.30 or 4 in the morning, climbing in dumpsters, opening, tra- emptying out trash bins. I mean, y'all, I don't want to tell you what I smelled like. But halfway through <laughs> it, Cameron went home and changed clothes, and she came out and met me. And Cam and I, at one point, we're walking through and there was like this huge courtyard. And so we thought, oh, well, we'll cross through here. So we're walking through the courtyard and all of a sudden I see these like these two guys, right? And it looks like they're wearing matching track suits. So I was like, oh, cute. Two guys wearing matching track suits. But then I see two more guys over here that are also wearing the same track suit. Now, mind you, it's the middle of the night. Um, so <laughs> turns out they were the, the guards, the, uh, the Queens and Kings guards. I think we were in the Kings garden and, <laughs> oh uh, they had bayonets. Like I'm talking like you think of the, you like England when they, you know, marching in the toughs yeah, yeah. with the thing and they had rifles and they were marching towards us. And I go, Oh my God, Cam, we've got to go. We're in the, I think it was the King's court. And she goes, Oh, thank God. My shoes untied. I need to tie my shoe. And that bitch dropped down to tie her. Shoe. And I was like, they are coming at us. Y'all. Like, we can tie the shoe when we get outside. the I'm going to die in Copenhagen. And, uh, and she got up, finally got her shoe tied. And we walked just as we walked out, the, they, they marched behind us out and then we met the, our producer, James, who was coming back that way. And uh, he goes, can we cut through here? And I go, dude, we cannot go that way. <laughs> like, we cannot. And James was like, well, let me just ask. So James walks over to the guys and they're standing, you know, like this with their gun. And James goes, can we go through here? And they go like this. <laughs> and I go, let's go, y'all. Let's go this way. <laughs> Yeah. Did you find the footage, the bag? Somebody turned it in the next morning. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, that should wow. have been a spin-off. We still, the three of us, still have a joke though. You know, because they have the trash cans with hinged lids. So every now and then, someone will see a trash can lid that's hinged open, and they'll take a picture and send it to the other two, and be like, "Were y'all just here?" <laughs> <laughs> that was how you knew we'd already cleared them. Was I left the lids up? <laughs> Leanne, that's a hell of a story. It Thank is. you. Yeah, and that's it, the damn truth. Yeah, it's it's. it's yeah, I don't think you could have made that up. <laughs> no, 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 trust me, trust me. <laughs> I mean, halfway through the night, I was getting so tired and delirious. I was like, "Screw it, vampires! Let's go bite my ass, <laughs> turn me into a superhuman." <laughs> like I don't care anymore. <laughs> and then uh, my last question for you is: What do you think your uh, biggest mistake? Uh, was during your time on The Real Housewives of Dallas? I think the the biggest, well, I've, I made a shit ton of mistakes. Let's get real. I'm human. I said that already. Um, of course. But I think the the thing that upsets me the most about the show is that 
the girls just never wanted to get to know me. They never wanted, other than Cam, they just didn't really want to connect with me. And because of that, everything I said or did was treated so dramatically when someone else would do the exact same thing. And it was like, you know, oh, slap, slap, let's move on. And if it was me, you know, we still talked about it five episodes later. And it just got to the point where it was like, okay, it is obvious to me that no matter what I say or do, you're going to have the opinion that you do not want me to be a part of this show anymore. And I'm tired of fighting y'all. I'm just tired of fighting, you know? You, yeah, they just sad. didn't pay me enough to stay. I mean, right. it's not even that. It's just that I just, I think about valuing my time. You know, we, we get back into like what I'm looking forward to in 2021. And that is, what do you value in your life? What do you value? You you see the difference in me, you know, when you ask me about how I'm doing and all, I, my, my life is happy again. I'm yeah. joyful. And when I'm joyful, I can create more joy in the world. And so for me, I just wanted to get back to being that joyful human again. Going on that, like, you know, you seem from, you know, I've watched you for a long time. Well, I don't mean like in a, in a creepy way, but, you know. <laughs> Damn it. I've been watching you for a long time. <laughs> so close to having a stalker. Damn. I mean, you do you do look good though. You look damn good though. But um, you know, so seeing you here like so much lighter, because that's the way I would like describe you, just seems so much lighter and happier. It makes me wonder, like, do you regret the time that you spent on the show? No, and I'll say this. When I first joined the show, we had uh, one of my dear friends who's a, an evening news anchor here in town, Steve on the Fox four network. Um, he came to me at the very beginning at a charity event, he and his wife. And, um, you know, his wife was like, I hope you're not mad at Steve. She wrote, he wrote something about you on his Facebook page. And I was like, I didn't see it. So just tell me now what you write. And he said, well, I, I feel like someone that I truly respect just signed a deal with the devil. Mm. And I said, you know, Steve, I understand that thought. And he's not the only one that has expressed those exact words to me. But the reality is, if I take a look at the life that I'm supposed to have walk in their footsteps, follow in those footsteps, that person sacrificed themselves on a cross for me and you and everyone. And so if I had to sacrifice a little bit of myself to gain a platform to be able to help more people, to make my ripple more effective, then it was worth the sacrifice. So so that leads me to my next question. If the situation presented itself and knowing what you know, would, would you be willing to ever return to the show? Mm-mm. No, 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 I wouldn't work with the, pr- the production company that currently runs it. Uh-uh. Mm. No, there's no trust there. Mm. And, um, yeah. and I, you know, and, and um, y- y'all will see, I mean, even in tonight's episode, from what I understand, they're going to, you know, throw me under the bus again. You know, it's like, it's a never ending they need, you know, and, and sadly, from what I hear, the, the Tiffany Moon, the new girl, the doctor, um, is going to become the new Leanne. She's going to be the target. Nobody likes her. They want it. They, Brandy already wants to get her kicked off the show. And, you know, it's just this this group of women has a mean girl mentality, gang up mm-hmm. mentality. And I'm just too much mature to continue to deal with something like that. Like, I would rather be a part of the group of women in our community that gangs together to bring good, yeah, you know, right. somebody like Letitia Jackson, who's out there working on keeping families connected so that 
she's taking children to visit their parents who are uh, incarcerated so that these families can stay connected and, and yeah. make a stronger family and we make a stronger community. Right. You know, Very that's true. what I want to be a part of. That's what I want to be a part of. Toxicity, so, bullshit, and pettiness. Eh. Yeah. So then if, let's say, you know, there was a different production company or maybe a different type of reality avenue, is oh, that I'm, something you... I would do a different show in a heartbeat. Matter of fact, I've got three mm. production companies that have already come to me, like wanting to do something. And for me, I have taken control again of myself. And in doing so, not only that, taking control of what I want to put out in the world. It's not mm -hmm. just about putting out to gain a platform. Now it's about putting out to gain positivity, to do good in the world. Like if it's not going to do good, I'm not interested. You and know, that's definitely something that's needed. And that's, it needs it. Totally what do you, what do you want to see in 2021? Bitches being petty and trying to cut each other's dresses at a pageant or people who mm -hmm. are going out in the community and, 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 helping people pay their bills or building a playground for children who have never had a playground before. Right. That's what I want to see. I want to see good. And I want to be yeah. a part of that. That matters to me. And I'm passionate about that. I totally hear you on that. That's, that's a wonderful thing. That's so what I want. I also wonder, like, would you um, return to acting? Cause you know, you're an actress. I still am doing so... acting. I still do voiceovers. I still, um, you know, I, I was up for well, cast in three movies. We've got one that's on hold that might start shooting in May. It's, you know, just all depends on when when people are willing to get back into shooting, you know. The high yeah, dollar, like I, I the, the studio films, they can shoot because they can control their sets. It's these right. middle, you know, the $100,000 budgets, $250,000 budget that they have to be more cautious. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an actor. I totally understand. I'm in the same right? boat with that. Like, so many <laughs> things are, like, in limbo. Because in of, limbo, baby. I feel like I'm walking yeah. a tightrope and I have no idea what it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It cannot be over soon enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, kind of talking about uh, Housewives again, like, I don't know if you're familiar with the Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm -hmm, but I very love it. There's a lot you of know people. No, I've already spoken that, to Monique. I, good. That's my girl. Well, so, that's like, my a lot girl of people, too, honey. And they did <laughs> I her dirty it. just like they did me. They did. I they know. did do her dirty. A lot of I people know. are mad at Welcome Andy the because they feel <laughs> they feel that um, Andy teamed up with the majority of the women at the reunion, which we've seen before with you know really? Denise Richards, <laughs> me, yours truly. We were getting there. I will yeah. say this. I, let me say this. You know, you know when Andy when Andy uh, you know Andy has the producer of each production company in his ear during the reunion. So ah. whatever the production mm. company has produced is who is telling Andy what he needs to ask or how he needs. Huh. to feel and uh and i loved when they were like when he was like well your mother arrived at your reception at blah 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 and then left your reception at blah i was like damn what'd you do put a time code on that shit like really <laughs> who motherfuckers had this shit planned this was a planned attack and you know what that's when you i think at that point was when i realized like it isn't gonna matter what i say Nothing on this set is going to change. Mm -hmm. Nothing, yeah. nothing that I say is going to change what's going to happen to me. So I'm just going to sit here and take it so I can get the fuck off this set. And that's the impression I got because I'm somebody who also has like some issues with my, you know, my parents or my father. And I was like, how dare you tell somebody how they should feel about that or what they should say about that at their wedding? 
Like to I me, that was it. like. Me, you know, the saddest part was my mom had texted me like two days later. I had the best time at your wedding, honey, and I just want you to know how beautiful your wedding was. And I was like, "Thank you, mom. I really appreciate it." You know, but it is me hating my mom only made me a better villain for the audience right. to hate. Mm-hmm. And that's just ridiculous. Whatever your feelings, about, that's that's your. Whether you but were that's my whatever. real life. That's my right. real life. And I will say the things that they purposely did to me made it to where I, I mean, I, much like Monique, why I wouldn't, yeah. why would I put myself through that? You yeah. know, I called her cause I read, uh, I got tagged in some article and I think it was in Jezebel. And they said, we haven't seen Andy go at a housewife like this since he went at Leanne Locken. And yeah. I went, oh, shit. <laughs> so I picked up the phone and I go, hey, girl, I read that Andy did you like he did me. And uh, and she goes, girl. And I go, I'm sorry, honey. I'm like, you know, I'm here. You know, and she's like, I'm so happy. She goes, it's not worth it. I, she's right. She's putting her family yeah. first. Yeah. And that's what I did. I put my family and my life and my community and my real brand, my name first. You have to. That's important. Leanne, you blew my mind. I didn't know that about Andy and the earpiece. (laughs) Oh, you did? I didn't know that either. I didn't either. No, I didn't. I'm I'm still recovering from it. You can't know everything. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So all in all, like, how is Andy as a boss? Like, all in all. I, I, I mean, I enjoyed my time. Other than that, you know, and I was really appreciative of him to go on his radio show and say that he wished our last time together wasn't so contentious, you know, mm-hmm. and to say that there wouldn't have been a Dallas without me. And I was very appreciative of that. I really it's was true. because, true. well, you know, thank you. But it's it's nice to hear. Yeah. And, you know, it was the first time I was ever told by anyone from Bravo or my production company that. Wow. Everybody, like from the minute I watched the first episode. Never got like, told it. Got this never. woman. I got to see more of this woman. <laughs> never, got, never got told it. Never was appreciated. Never. I mean, when I was on, remember when I had flesh eating bacteria and almost uh-huh. died during of the course. holidays? Yeah. Yes. They didn't even send me flowers. And you still play volleyball. <laughs> or whatever that down thing there was. And played volleyball, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I'm a damn professional human being who shows up and does my job. And does her job. Her job costs me more than I make. Yeah. You are, Dallas. Yeah. Thank you. you. Are. No bull, all horns. All <laughs> horns, baby. <laughs> Except now I take allies so we can add a little something else to it. <laughs> so speaking of, um, of the cast members, like a lot of cast members, like across the board, left Housewives this year. Have yep. any of them besides Monique? Have you had any contact with them? Um, oh yes, Tamara. I got to tell you, Tamara and I started talking uh, December of last year. So about a year ago, we were really like, you know, on the phone talking, and because she she wasn't sure what she wanted to do, mm-hmm. and um, and she felt like you know the introduction of certain new cast members was just really difficult for her, and um, and so I'd been talking to her, and then when she the, the day she put the tweet out, and then. Like a week later, Vicky put the tweet out. I mean, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. And then, so then she's, <laughs> you know, and then I started talking to her and she, you know, I will say this, this is the conclusion that we came to. Being a housewife is a bit of an addiction. You get addicted to the, the, the pattern. Someone's constantly asking you what you're doing. You're constantly have to be ready to, 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 you know, be on a show or to, to throw a party or to this. And you get caught up in this urgency that is not really there. 
And when you finally step away from it, your first feeling is, you know, oh my God, what, am I not doing something? You know, aren't I supposed to be doing something? And then when you learn to breathe and release is when all this love and creativity and joy starts flowing back in your life. And it just, you know, I, I, I even like, I, there's a couple of things I said to Monique privately on the phone that I'm like, girl, I went through this. So if any of these things start happening, call me, mm-hmm. call me, you know, we discussed yeah. uh, uh, one of the cast members that's still on the show that uh, had a little <clears throat> PR drama. And, um, and she was like, you know, I, I was going to ask you if that was just for PR. And I was like, yeah, I think everybody was. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm there's so much that I'm I'm learning here. I'm loving that. <laughs> um, That's what I want to do. I want I want you to learn. I want you know. You. I love it. I'm looking for honest, it. I'll be honest. You know, I didn't I didn't like that I got cast as a villain character because I've never wanted to be a villain. My the first thing that my grandmother instilled in me as a child, like I remember the first day I came home and I said, "Grandmother, I hate this." And my grandmother said, don't you ever use that word again. That is not a word that we use in this house. And she really taught me. She said, you can dislike something. You can mm. disagree with something. She goes, but, but hate is a word that only hurts you. And from that day as a child, I learned a long time ago. I, you'll, you'll hear me say, oh, no, child, do you like that? I don't like that. You'll never hear me say, oh, I hate that. Yeah. I hate See? that. I strongly dislike beats. <laughs> and I, I was raised. That. I was I raised that way, too. I will throw up if you make me eat beets. I strongly <laughs> dislike beets, but I don't hate them. Yeah. What, what I got to hate them for? <laughs> Maybe that. That's a Southern grandmother thing because my grandmother used to say that to me all the time too. And I don't, you know, I go against it. I say, I hate stuff, whatever, but <laughs> you're better than me. You you kept it. I didn't, I didn't keep that. But like, that was a big thing with her and it was my a mom. big thing. It is. Yeah. And you know what else, you know what it taught me? Um, and you probably, I think it maybe made, maybe didn't make me a, a, as great a housewife as I could be was I don't use exaggeratory, exaggeratory mm-hmm. words or it, we'll take it. it. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I hate the words always and never. That's some bullshit. Nothing can be always and nothing can be never. It just isn't. I can say I love my husband always, but I can guarantee you come tomorrow morning, I'm probably going to wake up and be like, asshole, did some shit done. Yep. (laughs) You know, I mean, just use words that are correct. Like verbiage to me is so important. So when people say I do things from a place of hate, I'm like, who is that person? How can I be that person when I'm the one that's out in the community, not any of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think it came across that way. Like I never, I never felt that you were not being genuine. I felt like even though, despite what the editors tried to do, I don't think that ever changed. I think that I, I know I saw what I felt was the truth. I think other people did too. I just like, they're giving her the bad edit this year. They're mad at her. Oh, they were mad. And so, like, could've, I just could have been that generational thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, speak, but speaking of like the other castmates, like, I know you speak to like some of them. Like, who do you still speak with in the Dallas cast? Um, past or current? Either. Oh, okay. Well, Tiffany and I are still best friends. We'll always be fifers. We just did a little photo shoot together. I love my fee. 
Um, <laughs> I still speak to Duber. You know, Duber and oh, I have yeah. come a long way, okay? <laughs> I will never forget it was about two years ago, maybe a year. I can't, you know, I'm, I, listen, I suck at time. Let's just get real with that. Um, I remember the first time that uh, Carrie and Mark were out at dinner and Carrie sends me this, text me a picture of Mark holding this tray of knives that you could choose from a knife. And I was like, y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right. But you know what? We, we both worked really hard to get there and I'm really proud of where we are and I'm really proud of how far we've come. And I'm really proud of the honor that we continue to show one another. That's I great. miss Carrie Duber on the show. Me too. I do too. I do too. Yeah. I think she got tired of being played by Brandy and Stephanie. You I can ask that her. Is about that. You have to do that, that is what happened. That is what happened. That is what happened. That is exactly what happened. And she, and you know what? It, and she realized it a little too late and that was sad. Could, could things could have been real different for all yeah. of us. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. What do you but, miss most about being on Housewives, if anything? Um, yeah. <laughs> throwing in, I mean, coming up with really crazy parties. I did really enjoy that. I mean, mm. y'all got to know, like, I was already, like, they had already started asking me, you know, what, what I was, you know, what I would cons- consider having going on for this, this season that they just shot. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm taking DJ lessons and, I'm, you know, I mean, like, I'm always going to be the one that is so over the top that people question if she's authentic, because that's how I love to live my life. I don't want to die and be like, I wish I would have. I want to be the bitch that goes, oh, shit, I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I get it. I always tell people when I am doing certain things, I'm like, I promise I'm not showing off for you. I do this home alone by myself. <laughs> I'm, yes. just, yeah, yes, I'm just does. unstable. <laughs> I, and I, I mean, love every fucking minute of that. Put, yeah. Take me Wigs, to the karaoke outfits. man. I'll see Bodak Yellow. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Some people are just like that. It's in them. Yeah. It is. I love to entertain. I've uh, My mother called me Sandra Ber- Bernhardt, not the 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 comedian, but the original actress from back in the day. My mother called me Sandra Bernhardt from when the time I was maybe three years old, because I just love to make people smile. I love to make people laugh. It's just something that I, brings me joy and that'll never change. Well, you made us laugh and smile the Yay! whole time you were on the show and today. And yeah, no. yeah. absolutely. So last question before we let you go, Leanne, um, looking back, what advice would 2021 Leanne give the Leanne joining the cast of Dallas? Don't fight any argument. Go with it. Go with it so much so and make so little of it that it becomes ridiculous. You know, Sonia yeah. gave me that advice a day late and a dollar short. Oh. But instead of fighting stuff, be like, you know, like like the food, the whole, oh, no food. Oh, my God. Somebody need a $5 Happy Meal. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> instead of fighting it and arguing with them, just be like, you're right. You know what? You was looking a little fat in your swimsuit. I thought you needed to skinny up. You know, like, just go with it. And then, like, because then what do they have to fight with you over? Right. You know, if you agree with everything, then they can't fight you. Yeah. This is Sonia Morgan's. Yes. You know smart. what? Can I say something? And she really is. I wish she people knew the Sonia I knew. She is so smart <sighs> and she is so kind. She messages me all the time. She's like thinking about you. You know, she's just one of those people that I'm really grateful I got to know. Her, Aww. Erica. Mm. I love I I know Erica Jane's going through her thing right now, but 
that Erica will always be one of my girls. Wow. She just always will. I get her, you know, and she gets me. And it's real hard for people who, I think when you kind of raised yourself and you find, you see another person that raised themselves, it's just, you know, you know, it's like, I don't want to say this, but like, you know, hood rat knows hood rat. Like Erica and I know each other. Like we just, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're like, I see you, you know, yeah. and you relate picture, and you understand without words. I mean, the, it's like, the three of you together is like, that is a party. Yeah. <laughs> we throw some few other people in there and it's be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes. 2021. I'm living happy. I'm living loud. I'm living proud always. And, uh, and I'm just not taking no for an answer. I'm just saying yes to almost everything. Well, you said yes. A few things my husband asked for that I'm not saying yes to. (laughs) (laughs) said yes to me. He just, just, from his man cave, he just goes, you like a blowjob? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our house. (laughs) That's a good house to live in. (laughs) Uh, what can I say? It's it's a it's a laugh a minute over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to be. Love yeah, it. yeah. Thank you so much, Leanne. I had a lot Thank of fun guys. today. Thank Good, I did great, too. Leanne. Thank you guys Good. for having me. Of course, come back course. anytime. Please, you invite me, and I am there. All right. I yes. might even be kind enough to wear a bra next time. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. I won't. Okay, good. Bye. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Year. Bye, Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the show, you can visit buymeacoffee.com slash knowthatpod. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at knowthatpod. If you want to follow me, Donnie, you can follow me at Instagram and Twitter at realdonniewood. If you want to follow me, Quentin, you can follow me at Quentin Lamar on Twitter. If you'd like to follow me, Anthony, you can do so at Anthony F. Casella on Instagram. And be sure to continue to listen, subscribe, and review our podcast found on Apple or wherever you get your shows. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.